It was that silent night when the stars turned their gaze to marvel at the earth. When the heavens gathered breathless round a lowly stable. When a young mother wept tears of worship, falling on the baby in her arms. And the song of the earth arose in Bethlehem, soft as the tender beating of his heart. And all was calm, all was bright. Yet could this be the same God of Abraham, the conqueror of Israel, this baby, this fragile life? Is this child the one who burned his name in rapture across the gasping skies? Whose voice spoke the oceans into crashing rhythms? Who crafted the mountains into guardians of the firmament? Whose hand ignited the thirst of the deserts and the warring surge of the elemental hosts? Who breathed life from dust? Broke the oppressor's rule? Scattered the chains of his people like sand? And led them through the wilderness with a pillar of flame? Is this child the one whose presence billowed thunderous on Sinai's peak? Who surrounded Job with a roaring wind? Stood defiant in the raging furnace, wrote judgment against tyrants, and blazed on the lips of the prophets, scorching history's pages with the fury of his might. Could this be the same God who chose to come as the vulnerable king, setting his throne on straw and manger, drawing forth the tears of shepherds, receiving the gifts of wandering travelers? His fame unknown in this world. He is Jesus, the one who thunders through the heavens, yet whispers to our hearts, who reigns victorious, yet bows to serve the broken. He is God in the fury, God in the silence. He holds this mystery balanced in his hands, holds our questions till they lose their need, until all we see is him. freedom we want to welcome our guests and Merry Christmas I don't know about everybody else but this has been one busy week been running back and forth seeing family and 
shopping and all the things we do on the week leading up to Christmas. And I was really looking forward to tonight. And I think Tony framed it the best before we started this morning. He said, we celebrate tomorrow, but tonight we can just rest in him. Amen. I'm going to read from Luke. This is uh, chapter 2, verse 1 through 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Curnius was the governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David. Because he belonged to the house and line of David, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Oh uh-huh. 
from Luke, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. be since I am a virgin and the angel answered her the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you therefore the child to be born today will be called Holy the Son of God and therefore your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son and this is the sixth month with her and she was called barren for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be me according to your word. And the angel departed from her.
candle. The fifth candle represents our Lord Jesus Christ. And I read from Matthew 1. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, which she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. All this, took, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. I'm sure you must have been surprised where this road had taken me. Standing at the manger, he saw with his own eyes a message from the angel came to life. And Joseph said, Why me? I'm just a simple man of tree. Why him with all the Inside this stable filled with hay, why her? She's just an ordinary girl. I'm not one to second guess what angels have to say. 
This is such a strange way to save the world. Think it how it could have been if Jesus had come as he deserved. There would have been no Bethlehem, no lowly shepherds at his birth. But Joseph knew the reason love had to reach so far. As he held the Savior in his arms, he must have thought, why me? I'm just a simple man, I'll trade. Why him with all the rulers in the world? Why him inside this table filled with hate? Why her? She's just an ordinary girl. Now I'm not one to second guess what angels have to say. But this is such a strange way to save the world. Continuing in Luke 2, and in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping their watch over the flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you today is born in this city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered, at what the shepherds told them. Starlight shines, the night is still. Shepherds watching from a hill. I close my eyes and see the night. Perfect child gently waves, a mother bends 
tears to kiss God's face. I close my eyes and see the night when love was born. Angels fill the midnight sky. you for choosing to uh, spend part of your Christmas season and celebration here with us at Freedom tonight. I wonder what the world imagines when they see us making such a big deal about Christmas and about the coming of Jesus. I wonder if they aren't a little bit baffled why this is such a big deal to us. We, we love all of the sights and the sounds and the trappings that come with Christmas. We love the feeling of togetherness and peace and joy of being with family at the holidays. But the truth of the matter is, isn't like this. Most of life isn't just togetherness and peace and joy and love, is it? That's why we long for seasons like Christmas, when we can feel like everything's put together and right. The truth of the matter is, Jesus coming into the world wouldn't mean all that much if everything was always peace and joy and love and happiness. Jesus came into a world that was so thoroughly broken. He came into our messiness so that he could set things right. We celebrate the fact that Jesus came and revealed the reality of who God is to the world and to us. We love what he revealed. That he is good. That he's faithful. That his love is beyond anything we could have imagined. That he genuinely cares about us. But he did so much more than just reveal the love of God. He spanned the gap between God and us. He did it with his life and he did it with his death and the resurrection. I want to share one final passage of scripture before we move into communion time. And it's fitting for the table time. The writer of Hebrews tells us this in Hebrews 2. For in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was entirely appropriate that God, for whom and through whom all things should make the source of their salvation perfect through sufferings. 
the God who made everything, who holds everything together, the God for whom everything exists, everything right through his own suffering. He goes on to say, now since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who were held in slavery their lives by the fear of death. We don't gather tonight as people who fear death or the devil or the future because Christ has entered into the world and has paid the price that has covered our sin, has defeated death and the devil, and we now as a free people can can look with hope to the future. We can truly celebrate tonight because of what Christ has done for us. And so tonight is a celebration of Christ of who he is, not just his coming into the world, but what he accomplished while he was here. And so the invitation tonight is, as we come to the table, that we would come to receive, but that we would follow the example of the wise men who showed up at that that first coming of Jesus in the world. They did two things when they showed up. They were the the most mysterious figures, and we don't know exactly where they came from, but we know what they did when they showed up with the arrival of Jesus. Just two things. They showed up to worship and they came to bring gifts. And that's really a fitting response for us tonight. I appreciate so much the, the tone of the evening, that it's just been a worshipful tone, that, that the whole point of, of this evening, in the middle of everything else that will happen this week, is just that we could focus in on Jesus and just declare His great worth, that there's none like Him. And to just try and express back to him how much we appreciate who he is and what he's done for us. We invite you as you come to the table to just let this be a time of worship. But also just as the wise men brought gifts, they brought gold and frankincense and myrrh. We don't have to come with gifts like that in our hands tonight. I invite you as you come to the table to just offer yourself again as the gift that that you give to him. That your life would just be completely his. And so as we turn to him together in prayer right now just invite you to bow your head and to turn your heart toward him in prayer. Don't let this be a time that you listen to somebody else pray, but that you just let your heart connect with him. Would, would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we gather tonight to celebrate you. We worship you. We bless your name. We say glory to you. Hallelujah to you. The one and only begotten of the Father. The one who became flesh and showed us the reality of grace and truth and love embodied in in a human form. We thank you for your life, for your love, for your example. We thank you and celebrate you for your passion, for your suffering, death, and resurrection. Jesus, we pause to remember tonight, not just the night that you were born, but we remember the night that you were arrested and how just before the, the torture and the trials and the crucifixion, how you gathered at the table with your disciples and you broke bread and said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. And how after supper, you took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Jesus, we do remember your broken body and your spilled blood. Thank you that you have purchased our salvation, our forgiveness with your death, with your shed blood. In a fresh way tonight, would you cover us with your blood and would you fill us with your life? We offer ourselves again to you.
We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would convict us of sin and we just confess our sinfulness and our need for forgiveness. We ask you now in a fresh way to forgive us and cleanse us and let us just enter in, Lord Jesus, into your presence now. And we pray this with grateful hearts, Jesus, in your name. Amen. We're going to invite you over the next few minutes as we sing together and continue to worship to come and receive. We'll, uh, if you're new to freedom, let me just say the table is open to anyone who's a follower of Christ, regardless of your church affiliation. We'll serve on both sides here. Uh, we'll just serve about eight or ten at a time. Just when you're ready to come, you can line up. And when uh, those who are serving have had an opportunity to serve you, they'll pray over you for you to receive the elements. And then you can just return to your seats when you're ready. So uh, let's just stand together for this portion of the service as we sing. And when you're ready, you feel free to come forward.
to thank all of you for coming out this evening. We hope all of you have a Merry Christmas. We hope that for the past 45 minutes you've been able to remember what it is that we're celebrating. That you've got a little peace in your mind now and your heart and when you leave these doors you'll be able to tell people that you experienced the birth of Jesus. As we sing this final song this evening let's just think about what it was like on that night. When it was quiet, all that was was stars in the sky. One bright star sat in the way. Let's just close our eyes and see if we can think of what it was like that night. on you. Merry Christmas. Hi, 
Thanks so much for taking time to tune in and listen to the message today through Freedom Online. Uh, we would love to, the opportunity to meet you personally anytime that you're in our area. But if today you heard something that really connected or that maybe you've got questions about, you'd like to talk with somebody or have someone pray with you, we'd love to hear back from you. You can reach us in a couple of different ways. You'll find on the website a contacts link. You can contact me or any member of our leadership directly. Or you can call us at the number that you see on the website or at the bottom of the screen now. Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope that you have a great week.